the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. The media's deranged obsession with Ron DeSantis, even before he declares for 2024. Carol Markowitz has written it at the New York Post. And it's funny because I often point out to uh, even in this audience, we tend to talk about it as a fait accompli. Like, oh, yeah, he's running. He's in. He's actually, you know, to be to be accurate about this, he has not said he intends to run yet. That's right. And, you know, I'm in Florida, so I guess I just see more of him as a governor. And, you know, maybe he'll run, maybe he won't. But he's very much in his governor's role right now. He hasn't even been inaugurated for his second term yet. Um, And I so it is so premature. But of course, the media is ready to go, ready to pounce on him and ready to destroy him before he gets going. Tucker Carlson was uh, one of the featured speakers at the Turning Point event in Arizona Mm -hmm. over the weekend. And and we played the audio earlier about uh, one of the audience members asked him, who you for, Trump or uh, DeSantis? He pointed it out as well that DeSantis hasn't declared. But what he went on to say was, and it is true, I don't know of another governor uh, in memory anywhere uh, th- that, I, that I've ever heard people just kind of casually discuss over a get-together or a backyard barbecue or a dinner. I love mm-hmm. my governor. You just don't hear right. people talk about their governor that way. You're absolutely right. And again, in Florida, it's been so interesting because I'll, I'll be at a supermarket. Actually, on Election Day, I was at a supermarket and um, the, the guy behind the counter was like, oh, you know, it's it's really busy in here today. And I was like, oh, well, because everybody's off for Election Day. And he's like, oh, it's Election Day. He's like, I voted early and I completely forgot. Um, and he's like, well, I hope all these people are voting right. And I was like, oh, well, what does that mean? You know, I, I'm in a I'm in a blue county. So um, he and actually went red, but generally blue. Um, and he said, you know, I hope they're all voting for our governor. I hope that they're all doing the right thing and, and voting for the guy who helped us so much over the last few years. And I, I don't know, I guess I just I'm so used to conservatives not being so open like that and not saying like, or, or you know, Republicans not being like, oh, I'm voting for the Republican. You just don't hear that. I, I'm from New York. So obviously I really didn't hear that before. Um, but it was just interesting because no fear, no fear of, of somebody criticizing them or being like, well, I don't like the governor because. Everybody pretty much does. I noticed after that hurricane, I thought to myself, and I think a lot of people wondered, it was pretty devastating. There was a lot of damage and a lot of people wondered, well, now this is the test. You know, now we'll see, you know, are people going to really start pillaring him? But you could only you could only uh, react to that the way the citizens reacted. And there was no backlash by the citizenry about how he governed the state in a crisis. Was there? Right. He did fantastic. He really did. He was on the ground. He uh, was extremely motivated and dedicated. And it was during the campaign. um, And he took time from the campaign. And he absolutely just threw himself into the hurricane relief. Um, It was really interesting to watch. Again, having being new to Florida, I'm so used to incompetent politicians that (laughs) it's, it's really it's just interesting to see somebody with that level of competency and that level of kind of dedication. Um, I 
you know, I, I don't think that what he's doing is rocket science. I think that uh, it can be replicated in so many different places. Uh, but for some reason, people are not just electing the same kind of competent leadership that we have in Florida. I'd never seen and never thought, never mind when you're talking about somebody like Florida and Disney, I'd never seen a politician of note inject themselves into an offensive war with mm-hmm. such a massive corporation. Again, never mind something so prominent as Disney in your state. Right. Uh, he did uh, unabashedly, yeah. unafraid and won. I mean, you can argue that he won. The CEO steps down. A new guy yeah. comes in and says, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. He won. it. Right. He did win it. Um, it was a really interesting time also, because I think uh, the, the media immediately went to all the reasons that he would lose. And it was hard not to read that and be like, hmm, you know, did he consider that the, the, the surrounding areas might have to pay higher taxes because uh, Disney would, would be losing this um, thing that they had, this special relationship with the state. Turned out, of course, the media were wrong and, and the governor had considered it. Um, but there were so many moments where it was it was really, you know, not scary, but just I- intense to watch him take them on because it's Disney. You just assume they're going to win. You're going to assume you assume that that the politician's going to fold to this big corporation. And then he didn't. And I think it was such an easy call in retrospect, but in the moment it seemed so difficult and complicated, but people want the kind of policies he's passing. He's not saying anything crazy. I mean, the media could have created this whole don't say gay nonsense, but that's completely not what the law says. It's just for kindergarten to third grade, not to learn about inappropriate topics in school. And I don't know anybody left or right in Florida who didn't support that. And what he seems to do so well, and I'll pivot to COVID in a minute, but on this issue by itself What it seems to do is bring to a head the absolute worst in the left. I mean, it's like they turn it's 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 like gremlins with the water. You know, it's like they turn (laughs) into crazed loons and anything that was sort of bubbling just beneath the surface has now boiled over. And the worst of their instincts is now just hissing and screaming. (laughs) I've never seen anything quite like what he does to them, Carol. Right. And on the COVID issue, you know, he he literally had them rooting for more deaths in Florida yes. pretty openly. And when you get your opponents to that point, I, I think it's, you know, you've not only won, you've completely defeated them. And, and you know, I don't, I don't think they can come back from that. And on COVID, I just noted yesterday, the governor of uh, Arkansas was mouthing off about mm-hmm. him. Hutchinson doesn't like that mm-hmm. he's taking on the shots. Uh, Joseph Ladapo, mm-hmm. who we've interviewed here, your surgeon general in Florida. Mm-hmm. They say, look, no shots for men 18 to 49. We don't think it's a good idea. Could be risky for their hearts. And now there's more FDA right. studies that suggest it's risky. And he says, I want to know. I want to take I want a grand jury. I want to investigate these pharmaceutical people. You know, he's even have Republicans that are going at him now on this. Yeah, you know, the Governor Hutchinson thing made no sense to me. He said it almost seemed like he had no idea what he was saying. It was like, you know, just not really educated on the topic because what Governor DeSantis is doing is is a fact finding mission. Um, And so Hutchinson is saying, like, we want to rely on the facts. Like, yeah, well, us, too. And we want to know what the facts are. And I don't think that that's crazy to want to know, did the pharmaceutical companies lie to us? And. You know, the idea that these big corporations wouldn't lie to us or haven't lied in the past is ridiculous. And I'm not anti-farm. I don't I'm not anti-pharma. I, I, I don't really like the idea of hating pharmaceutical companies. Um, but the idea that there are these innocent, you know, just um, all good corporations like let's be real here. There's no such thing. And there's nothing wrong with the governor of Florida looking into the claims that were made to push these vaccines 
and seeing whether those claims were true. And the idea that it's anti-fact to want to discover facts makes no sense to me. Now, Carol Markowitz, to one of the more uncomfortable subjects amongst Republican voters and conservatives, because mm-hmm. I've been having this on my own show for the last couple of weeks, and that is the, the T word, Trump, <laughs> yeah. looming large yeah. there in your state is Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. and Trump, and he calls him Ron DeSanctimonious. He's having a little fun there. I don't think he's been too vicious. I mean, but but people anticipate that if, in fact, yeah. Ron DeSantis gets in. That's coming. And so what of the right. criticism? Well, DeSantis really hasn't felt the full blast of a guy like Trump yet. So we don't know how DeSantis will weather it. What do you say? Well, sure. You know, that that's true. He has not felt the full blast of a guy like Trump yet. But is Trump still the same Trump that he was? And, you know, that remains to be seen. I don't I, I don't really like this whole pitting them against each other. I think that I Trump really fell for that. I think that's what happened. I think people were saying, like, look, you got to stop this guy right now, which is ridiculous. His timing was completely off. He went after one of the most popular Republican governors in the country a few days before the election, which made no sense. Um, so I, I really think Trump is getting bad advice. And if Trump wants to have a winning campaign, he's got to get these people out of his ear that are telling him to do stuff like this. De Sanctimonious sounded like just one of the weakest insults ever. I think I had to Google like, what, is, what exactly does sanctimonious mean? And I'm a writer, so, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, I had to, I had to like really, and then I was like, wait, how does that apply to Ron DeSantis? It just doesn't fit him at all. I think a lot of Trump's past insults landed so well because they were so accurate. And this was just not one of them. And again, I think he's getting bad advice. I think he has maybe not the best people around him. And I, I really hope for his own sake, he, fixes that he has he gets better people he gets better protection he shouldn't be sitting down with the nick fuentes of the world and you know again who are the people around him to stop that kind of thing from happening and you need good people that's definitely part of the equation when you're running in politics as for desantis he's uncharacteristically quiet he's not taking the the bait on this stuff he's just not engaging with trump um which i think is pretty sound strategy but one wonders how long he can do that if 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 in fact he's running i mean if he's not running it makes total sense right but it's just it's so far out you just the idea that you know it's it's still two you know plus years away and it's just it, it's absolutely just too soon for this kind of thing. I'm sorry, a little a little under two years away actually I should say. Well, but it's just it's just too soon and you don't want to have a slap fight for the next two years where you're constantly back and forth in the media, which again the media loves this. They yes. want nothing more than DeSantis and Donald Trump to, to tear each other's eyes out. And so why give it to them? Why let the left media cause this fight on the right? And I I think the smart thing to do is ignore. And let's see what happens. If he does run, obviously it's going to get, you know, contentious, but it doesn't need to get ugly. And I don't think it actually benefits Donald Trump if it does get ugly the way it has in the past. Carol Markowitz at the New York Post. The piece is called The Media's Deranged Obsession with Ron DeSantis, even before he declares for 2024. I'm of two minds about DeSantis running, Carol. Um, I, I remember back in 20, eh, what was it, 12 or something? I remember saying to myself and feeling passionate, passionate that there was only one man that could mm-hmm. beat a second term of Barack Obama, and his name was Chris Christie. And <laughs> and, and he was on my show, and I begged him, yeah. literally, uh-huh. personally. I said, yeah, you yeah. must mm-hmm. run, Governor. You must. Right. It's only, it can only be you. Uh, and then we know what happened to Chris Christie. Right. Um, similarly, Ron DeSantis's stock is as skyrocketed high as in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's as high as Christie's was back then. I don't think DeSantis is in jeopardy of 
doing what Christy did. Right. But I do wonder if, is there a possibility that Sansa just says, you know what, there's no benefit in getting in now. I'm going to finish out my term and then run versus mm-hmm. jump in now. Do you have a sense of it? So, I mean, having no inside information at all, um, I just can't see how that makes any sense. Like Chris Christie's not the only one who has missed his opportunity. Another example would be Mario Mario Cuomo um, in New York, who had a moment where he could have run um, and and didn't. And of course, that moment passed, and he never became president. Um, another example, although this wasn't his own fault, but Rudy Giuliani um, had he had the opportunity to run for president in 2004, uh, if, if there wasn't a Republican incumbent in George W. Bush, I think he would have won three years after 9/11. But because he had to wait until 2008 it just it was his moment had passed his 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 um you know star had risen but had also fallen by then so i I think politicians have a moment and that moment you know is very fleeting and chris christie mario cuomo rudy giuliani are all great examples of that um so i think if ron DeSantis is going to run i think the next time would be his time um there are lots of reasons why he may not, i'm sorry you I, say you just know? to sorry to interrupt you're saying yeah. the next time meaning uh, in in another f- four yes. years like once yes. biden's no, no, totally no, no, turned no. out no the next um in in 2024 i think is his moment oh, okay um, okay and, and if that moment passes for whatever reason maybe you know i god forbid but you know his wife was sick like if, if anything happens on that front um any number of reasons why he might not run i i I, I do think 2024 is is that main opportunity for him. Um, could it is it possible to wait till 2028? Maybe, but I've just I've seen people lose their shot before. And do you think, given what you uh, you know have seen in Trump's support, you know, while it may be winnowing, and I know that some polls have suggested that DeSantis in the head-to-head beats Trump amongst Republican voters. Um, I've talked with some consultants and strategists. You know, one was Ted Cruz's uh, campaign who ran against Trump, and he said he just doesn't even DeSantis at the moment. He says he doesn't see the math and it's not an anti DeSantis stance. It's just it's looking at Trump, the juggernaut and saying, Mm -hmm. can anybody take him out? I don't don't know. I, I like I I just think it's it's so premature because again yeah. you don't know what's going to happen in the next year it's it just it's too soon for these numbers these numbers aren't I, you know when I see polls of DeSantis beating Trump I'm not like oh well, that's a done deal um, I, I think like oh there's still a lot of time a lot of things could happen a lot yes. of things could develop um, and any number of scandals can can affect either man uh, yeah. so it's just it's, it's simply too soon I think it was a mistake for Trump to start this soon because it it, it is hard to maintain enthusiasm for this long. And I know Donald Trump is used to marshalling that enthusiasm among his base, but it's still, even for them, it's it's a very high level of energy to be at for so long. Presidential campaigns are just, they, they are not meant to go on this long. And I, I think it was an error for him to announce so early. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.